and I was I was at a buffet in Virginia before I caught up to her and I bit into a piece of chicken and my ceramic front left tooth broke. So oh, I didn't have it. Oh I hiked God. more than half the trail without a front left tooth. And I got to her and I was like, so my tooth is gone. <laughs> <laughs> Just ignore this thing. And she was like, she was like, no, it's totally cool. It's fine. You're still cute. Just, you know, like don't smile with your mouth open. <laughs> oh, shit. Cup to cap. No, no, now it's perfect. Yeah, this right. is like the best sound quality I've ever heard in my headphones. Yeah, <laughs> I noticed. I noticed you said you were doing, you did pod, like, were you into podcasting or you just listen to podcasts? I listen to a lot of podcasts. I've done, I've been interviewed for a few. Oh, okay. So we're basically like your most amateur one that you've done. Um, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> I got interviewed by this guy who was like, <laughs> in his garage for this uh, company he was just starting. And I'm pretty sure I, I'm actually pretty sure no one ever listened to that podcast. So. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that guy doesn't actually run. That guy doesn't run a podcast Evans. He just, he just wanted to interview you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's actually probably true. <laughs> you might want to watch out for that guy. Yeah. yeah. He's like stalking you uh, in your window right now. <laughs> yeah. Either way I'm flattered. <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> on that note uh yeah we'll just start it off uh from there we'll have kevin basically um introduce the show and then before we do that i'm gonna have uh, i'm gonna play a voice nugget i guess you know him too uh bates uh left a little voice nugget on our website um oh so, yeah cool yeah so we're gonna play that but uh before all that happens um i'll let kevin uh introduce us sweet welcome everybody to cup to cup episode number 17 I got my boy Chaser here. Yo. Yo, Chase. Got Jason as you. What's up, man? And we got a special guest today from Mount Inspiration, Mr. Evans Prater. Yo. What up, dude? What's up? Welcome to the show, man. Thank you. Thank you. I, uh, I'm going to be honest with you, Evans. I'm going to fuck your name up at least once. I'm going to say, Evan, I, I apologize. Just to I'm going to I'm gonna be really upset when you do that. He's going to hang up. He's going to punch you right in your face. Yeah. Before uh, before we hit the record, I, uh, I was like, I just said Evans like 15 times. I was like, just say Evans, Evans, Evans. You can do this, but I'm going to mess it up. <laughs> the problem is when you say Evans, like for the entirety of this podcast, the next Evan you meet will be Evans for an hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he's fucked. He's going to be like, why does he keep calling me Evans? <laughs> doesn't make sense. <laughs> Be, uh, before we uh, introduce, uh, each, introduce you and what you're all about, um, I'm going to play a voice nugget from our website uh, since people are actually listening. Um, and apparently you know him. Um, his name is Bates. None of the guys have listened to this yet. And uh, it's going to get a little soccer related. Hell yeah. <laughs> See if it goes. Cut to cut. What up, fam? It's Bates. Um... Long-time listener, first-time caller. Uh, <laughs> was watching the um, the Champions League recently. I was hoping to get some some takes on the show. That I know we got some some Liverpool fans in the house. Uh, you'll never walk alone. Um, anyways, keep up the good work, y'all. Much love. Peace. 
It's good stuff. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Did great you guys guy, watch any guy. recently? What? Champions yeah, I mean, League? we watched the Champions League game for yeah, sure. We, we watched the shitty Bayern Munich match where we didn't I score mean, a goal. Yeah. I feel like near the end of that match, it was just like everybody was like, all right, let's just let's just get it in the second leg. We'll yeah. Figure it, we'll figure it out in the next leg. Yeah, it would have been nice to at least get a goal at home. but Yeah. But, I mean, hey, winner takes all, right? Yeah, and uh, now, you know, the the one good thing that I took from that match was um, now if we get an away goal, say we tie 1-1, you know, we move mm-hmm. on with that away goal. So. Yep. That's huge. The clean sheet was huge for sure. Yeah, agreed. Evans, you got a team? In the Champions League? Yeah. Um, Back when I played FIFA. Here we go. <laughs> Uh, I was a, I was a big Chelsea guy when I played FIFA Ooh, long of course. long time ago. Yo, they were like ninety nine across the board. Everybody used them. They were great. Yeah, exactly. It was well, like they got that cheating. oil money, man. Yeah, <laughs> dude, they were ridiculous. Um, When's the last time you played FIFA though? Oh my god, dude! Been a hot minute, huh? Yeah, I don't have time to wipe my own ass these days. Like, <laughs> fucking, I'm glad ago. we are across mics and not next to each other. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You you are because I'm naked right now. Perf, me too. What so <laughs> so what is uh what is Mount Inspiration all about? I know it's a parallel company. Um, did you like h- hike the Appalachian Trail? You did that all, and then just say I'm gonna open up this uh this company and start running it. Um, I got done with the trail, and whenever people are done with an experience like that, they uh they kind of go through what's called post trail depression because. Living out there is uh, so different than waking up and living in everyday society. So I spent like kind of a year just figuring out my life and contemplating and thinking about shit. And uh, was like, you know, that that experience and what I felt on the trail was valuable and life-changing. And I think... Um, whatever whatever that feeling is i'm going to try and put words to it and uh tell tell it to the world um because i think that everybody should spend more time outside and and get their version of that feeling that i felt and um that eventually somehow morphed from me creating a blog and a website about the out great outdoors to um starting this freaking monstrosity <laughs> did you uh were you into hiking before you decided to uh hike the appalachian trail or was it like i'm bored i'm just gonna try it and see what happens <laughs> uh i wasn't super into hiking i had kind of always been into the outdoors um as much as you can be like in tallahassee <laughs> um, true yeah <laughs> i remember like as a kid i read that that book hatchet and as soon as I read that book, I got my mom to buy me a hatchet and I went outside and like cut up trees and made forts. And and your mom like definitely regretted buying you that hatchet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, like raping those trees. And uh, I made, I remember making a bow and arrow one night and I was in the fort that I built out of the trees I cut up in our yard. And my mom came outside and was like, it's time to go inside, sweetie, for dinner. And I was like, no, I'm not going inside until I kill a squirrel and I eat it over a fire out here. 
And then like I an live hour here later, now. I came inside. Yeah, <laughs> I live here now. Um, so there's did that. You, did you end up? Did you actually end up killing a squirrel and with this like homemade bow and arrow? No, I went inside like an hour later. <laughs> Yeah, I'll just have uh, spaghetti, mom. That's fine. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> just bring it to me in my room. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I was like that. And then through high school, I played uh, soccer and football and ran cross country. And then I was on the triathlon team at FSU. Um, so I always have loved to challenge myself, like, cardiovascularly and endurance-wise. Um so that kind of fascination with the outdoors and the need for a challenge arose um, right after I graduated and <laughs> I didn't have shit to do because I didn't have a job. Um, and I had a little bit of graduation money and a buddy took me on a camping trip to Northwest Georgia. And uh, we went on like a seven mile hike and I didn't know it on the way there, but he had done the Georgia section of the Appalachian Trail that previous spring and he was telling me about all these crazy people he met and weirdos and awesome people and the experiences he had with trail magic and stuff. And I was like, dude, this, this sounds ridiculous. Like wait, I have wait, to what's, try this. What's trail magic? All right. So like if you're hiking down the trail and you got to imagine you've got three or four days of food in your backpack, right? Yeah. Um, and that food is usually like cliff bars and peanut butter and maybe an apple because apples are heavy, like a single apple um, and like brown rice that you're going to cook over a cook pot. And it's just like all like very carby, starchy mm. food. Right, right. So you're hiking down the trail and you're coming down the side of a mountain and the trail crosses a lot of roads like all, all along its um, route. And you smell hamburgers. You're like, oh, shit, trail magic. And you get to the road <laughs> crossing. And there's it's usually somebody's hike before. Like I've done trail magic several times since my hike. And set up at a road crossing, you buy like, like 50 hamburgers, 150 hot dogs, like five cases of PBR, and like a bag of Snickers and donuts and a watermelon. And you just like put it out all on the table and wait for hikers to come by and you set out chairs so they can sit down and rest their feet. And it just like, it makes your fucking day as a hiker. That's awesome. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. 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 I'd it love really to walk is. around the corner of a trail and see that, man. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I'd love to just be walking around town and see that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Amen. To that. How often does that happen? Um, it obviously depends on the time of year. Yeah. On my hike, I think I, I encountered, I want to say like 10 trail magics. What? Um, so that's, that's four awesome. and a half months of hiking, but they varied from, from things like I just explained, which are the most grandiose to when you, um, come around a corner and there's like one morning it was, it was eight 30 in the morning and we, crossed a road and there was a 12 pack of Corona just sitting behind a tree and a what? note on it said in said in joy. And my two buddies and I looked at each other and we were like, let's do this. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. So that's we just badass. chugged, we just chugged four beers each and, uh, we put on, uh, we put on the Lord of the Rings soundtrack. My trail name was jukebox. 
Um, so I had a speaker and I was like, you know, on the trail, people are pretty sensitive about, um, speakers. So a lot of the time, if I was around, um, other through hikers or near like a, like a shelter where there's a lot of people, of course I would have to keep it pretty quiet. But in moments like that, like we put on the Lord of the Rings soundtrack and blasted it and just like ran down the trail. That's awesome. At nine o'clock in the morning. <laughs> That's badass. Uh, how many, uh, how many people did you uh, go on that hike with? Um, I, I went alone, but, um, the intent is leaving that time of year. April 1st is the most popular start date. So I was like, yeah, I'll just, I'll just meet people and hang out. And, um, most of the time you end up with, uh, a, they call it a tramily, a trail family of uh, like four or five people. So my, my tramily kind of fluctuated between four and five, sometimes six people throughout the whole trail. I, I had no idea there were so many terms in hiking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. It's a whole uh, subculture, man. It's crazy. That's I insane. remember. Sorry. I remember uh, reading some of your stuff just about like different towns and like some being hiker friendly and some not being hiker friendly. I specifically, uh, yeah. I specifically remember one. I think you talked about in Maine, like this mm-hmm. person with like coffee do you remember what I'm talking about? Um, coffee. I just remember you mentioning, like, I guess they just were not hiker friendly and didn't want hikers in there. And it's just crazy because I know, like, I've been to uh, Franklin a bunch and I know they have a bunch of signs up that are like hikers welcome. And yeah. Um, well, so what's it like just kind of going to a town knowing they're like not very friendly to hikers? I, I definitely remember. Um, some some yuppier towns in new england like in connecticut massachusetts that were like that um and all i can say is it like i tell people all the time hiking the appalachian trail will restore your faith in humanity and places like that will quickly uh redestroy it um it's just like (laughs) it's just it's stupid you know well like give me an example of like how they treat like i've noticed like the good the good towns are treating you like heaven what what are they like how are they assholes when you get um get up there um there there are some towns where like they know hikers are going to be coming through and they put a sign on the door that says you know hikers not welcome or if you're a hiker make sure you've showered um (laughs) what the fuck uh and there's a lot, the most common thing is laundromats because often hikers like myself, um, you only have what's on your body. So like a shirt, underwear, a pair of shorts and like the socks you're wearing and maybe an extra pair of socks in your, in your pack. So like when you go to a laundromat, you often have to like go to a thrift store in town and, and like buy an outfit for the day and then return it or like find a towel. And so what some idiot hikers ended up doing was just like hanging out in their underwear or wearing a towel in a public place. And so there were laundromats that just straight up banned hikers. Um, And it was just like hikers, not welcome. Um, But it's, it's, it's like that. I mean, it's not, I don't think I ever had anyone disrespect me, you know, to my face or like Mm -hmm. spit on me. It's just more subtle, like, yeah, you're not, you're not allowed in here. And, you know, hikers are pretty peaceful people. Just kind of like, okay, whatever, move on. We'll move on. 
Yeah. Yeah. What was the um, hardest? What's the hardest like spot on the trail? I know very little about the trail except for it's kind of um obviously starts. It starts just north of Florida. Uh, it starts just north of Atlanta. Atlanta. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's called Springer Mountain in Georgia. Um, the most difficult section of the trail is a place called the White Mountains in New Hampshire. Um, well, or Southern Maine. A lot of people will say anywhere in there is probably the most, there's this one section called, um, Mahusik Notch, uh, spelled M-A-H-O-O-S-U-C, Mahusik. Uh, you guys should definitely Google it after, uh, after this, but it's, um, a mile of trail where basically millions of years ago, a bunch of giant boulders fell into, um, like a like a glass. Sorry, my dog is being a douche. Stop. Um, and there, so it's a mile of trail, and you basically have to crawl over these boulders and under them. And there's one point where you have to take your backpack off and slide it through like a like a tiny ass hole that I don't know how there are people bigger than me who fit through it. Um, and normally you're walking like the average, maybe two and a half miles an hour throughout the day. Um, and this one section of trail took me two hours. Damn. Um, and that's just like, you know, when you're, when you're used to walking and moving and making miles, uh, and you get slowed down like that mentally, it's just jarring. Um, and that whole section of trail, there's a lot of trail that's just like washed out so you're you're hiking along and everything's fine and dandy and then you get to just like an open rock face and the only way to get up it is to like go to the side of the trail and literally grab onto roots that are hanging out of the ground uh, above you and pull yourself up the side of the trail and one of those one of those uh, rock faces in southern Maine. I had just loaded up my backpack with food. I had a bottle of sriracha in my water bottle holder on the outside of my backpack. So you know the the water bottle holder like on the side. Yeah. Um, and I get to this rock face and I'm I'm going down it and I'm kind of like just shimmying down sideways. And of course my foot slips and I slide like ten feet on my thigh. Ooh. You know down Skinned the rock face. And yeah, so my thigh is skinned and just like burning. Like I just, you know, got road rash and, um, I take off my backpack and throw it on the ground and start kicking it and throw my hiking poles. And it's just me, you know, in the middle of nowhere in Southern Maine, no one can hear me (laughs) screaming. And, uh, I kind of collect myself and get my backpack back on and I hike another, like seven or eight miles and, and set up camp for the night. And I realized that when I fell, my Sriracha bottle must have come out in the middle of the trail. And I was like, fuck, like, fuck. So obviously you went back for it, right? Yeah. I was like, there's no way in hell I'm going seven miles, (laughs) seven miles back, seven miles back one way to create a 14 mile round trip for this bottle of Sriracha. And my dinner tasted like shit that night. And I was just like, (laughs) Fuck this trail. Very, this brown rice is very bland tonight. <laughs> exactly. Not the sriracha, man. Yeah. Jay, dude, it's, it's got to be the little things on the hike. 
you know yeah. it's crazy yeah. when a bottle of sriracha is like what gives you pause compared to like the issues we have in like the real world where we're like we worry so much about like other things but on the trail it's just that bottle of sriracha it's just a sriracha man yeah Dude, or the, all or i'm the... picturing is the is the uh, backpack uh walking with the sriracha on the side like i've never seen i've only seen water bottles so this guy if i've <laughs> ever seen you like passing and i see yeah. this bottle of sriracha it's kind of cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah like you'd never see that right except for no. probably on a through hiker <laughs> so next time i see a guy with a backpack on and a bottle of sriracha i'll know he's a through hiker exactly he'll also probably smell like shit yeah well <laughs> dude i gotta know man like when when you finished like when you you know i imagine i know there's not like a finish line but like when you're like done like that feeling mm-hmm. like what was that feeling knowing what you had just accomplished um, I think for a lot of people, it is like really emotional. Like I know the day I finished, there are a lot of people crying and there are people who are, you know, 20 years older than me who I'm sure struggled much more than I did and fought much harder to get there. Cause you know, I can only imagine that that trail is damn difficult for at the time a you know, 25 year old young male, you know, I was more physically capable than I probably ever would be to do that in my life. The prime of your life. Yeah. Um, so that didn't really, it, it, it was hard, but I'm a triathlete and runner and, you know, that part of it wasn't the most difficult part it was really and it is for everybody it's really more a mental game Mm -hmm. um once you get basically to virginia and the the glamour wears off uh you're like shit you know this is a full-time job this isn't vacation i gotta wake up every day hike for eight hours eat sleep poop in the woods um (laughs) yeah so uh, like when i finished I don't know. I It wasn't what I thought it was going to be. It was like I got up there and it was just another hike that day. And it's not like you hike 2,000 miles in a day or a week. You know, it takes you mm-hmm. four or five months to get there. So when I when I woke up that day and, and knew I was going to be summiting the, the mountains called um, Katahdin in, in central, central northern-ish Maine, um, I was... I was prepared to just do another hike and then I got to the top and I was like, huh, there's, there's no, like, you know, there's no party waiting for you. There a few people bring like cigars and champagne and I brought a couple PBRs and, you know, stood on the sign and took a picture. But to me, it was really kind of almost like cheesy. I, I, I couldn't even seriously take. Um, so a lot of people stand on top of the sign and they do this, like, like assertive hands above the head yelling pose Mm -hmm. as their final you know picture for finishing the trail and i tried to do that and i ended up like twisting my body sideways and looking kind of like like a i don't know like fairy um you can say it's okay okay cool um i i I just couldn't take it seriously and i was like yeah cool like i finished and i'm up here drinking beer and smoking cigars and you know i just imagine (laughs) i imagine like tom hanks character in um 
in Forrest Gump when he like just stops and he's like, I'm done. I'm going to go home now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, it's really like that. It's like, it's like that, but his character and castaway physically. <laughs> it's, it's the mixture the, of the two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, uh, before we move on to our sub bracket, the only other question I kind of, I mean, I have like 15,000 other questions, but how did you get back? Did you have like a, uh, open-ended like flight back or did you actually like hike halfway back or what? Um, I actually got really lucky the day I finished a guy that had started the same day as me also finished and I hadn't seen him since like Georgia and, um, his mom was coming to pick him up and drive him back to Michigan. So I was like, yo dude, can I get a ride down to like, you know, wherever you guys, as far South as you go before you turn West <laughs> to go to Michigan, <laughs> they were like, yeah, sure. So they got me down to, um, like Massachusetts. No, somewhere in, in Virginia, because I um, I had done what's called aqua blazing uh, around the Shenandoah River. So um, the trail is marked by white blazes on trees, right? So when you get mm-hmm. to um, the Shenandoah River, you can you have the option to canoe the Shenandoah River for like 120 trail miles. And, um, you know, that's a whole story in itself. We got like three bottles of whiskey and five cases of PBR and loaded them in these canoes. And then we crashed and lost all the booze. And then uh, we found it floating in the river. Anyways, that's called aqua blazing. Um, so I had done that and I really wanted to actually hike every mile of the trail. So I, I went back to the Northern part of where I had aqua blazed and hiked that 120 miles South. So I really finished in like the middle of nowhere in Virginia. Um, Wait, so you just kept on hiking. Uh, well, I went back, (laughs) I went back to do this one section of trail that I had missed. And then, um, yeah, then I, uh, got on a bus in Charlottesville, Virginia and went to, uh, St. Augustine where my parents were at their beach house. And I sat on the beach and drank margaritas for a week and did not walk more than the distance from the house to the beach chair. That's awesome. I, like I feel the, like I feel like that's like running a marathon and then being like, I'm gonna run back here real quick and run this 5K real quick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're one of those freaks. It's no big deal. Just 120 miles. I'm gonna I'm gonna try it out and then call it a day. I just need when to finish up with a. I missed a little spot. When you're in that kind of shape, like like it's it is freakish shape. My calves were like bowling balls, and. I could I could hike 25 miles in a day like no problem no question. Jesus. Um how did often, you recover? Like what did you eat to recover after that? Cuz I feel like I've done a trail and then I had to like roll out take a couple ibuprofens and yeah. like like I don't understand how you recover the next day or did your body just go numb? So in the beginning of the trail like you only do 8 to 12 miles a day for the first month because only. every day you wake up and <laughs> you're in so much pain. And you have you you have lactic acid in muscles you didn't even realize existed. Um, so every day for the first month or so is just a struggle, and you're living on ibuprofen, and you you get blisters often, and you just you know you just eat what's available to you, and your body, being the fucking fascinating piece of machinery it is, you know, heals itself, and then eventually adapts, and then you get what's called your trail legs, and you're like, all right. Well, I can do 15 miles now. And then being the 
sadistic athlete that I am, I was like, all right, I did ass motherfucker. <laughs> you can say, it. you can say. I was it. like, I was like, I did 15 miles yesterday. I'll do 17 tomorrow, and then 19 the next, and 21 after that. And you know, your body just keeps adapting, and you. That's fucking nuts. So, what was your average? What were you hiking a, a day at your like peak, like for that hike? Uh, the craziest peak of distance I did was I was doing what's called pink blazing where the hell with these terms bro <laughs> <laughs> we're not allowed so to talk about blazing, blazing on this yeah. when you're following a when you're following a girl and uh because you know <laughs> this is awesome there's, there's not that many girls out there and when you if you're fortunate enough to meet a girl who's attractive first of all uh that's that's uh rare and then attractive enough to be attracted to you to where you know maybe she'll spend the night in your tent that's like gold so uh people will end up pink blazing and so basically i met this girl at a festival called trail days in damascus virginia uh it's the biggest festival on the trail my apparel company now sets up there and, and sells appalachian trail themed um stickers and hats and t-shirts every year um so i met her at trail days and she had she had hitchhiked um back to damascus which was south of where she actually was on the trail so she was actually about 120 miles ahead of me so meet her at trail days uh we hook up and i'm like dang you know how cool would it be to like fall in love on the appalachian trail and you know <laughs> uh hike with this girl and then you know we that old cliche spin- yeah 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 um but she's 120 miles ahead of me so when someone is hiking like 15 miles a day you've got to hike you know, 20 miles a day, well, to their 15 for 60 days, right? To catch up to them. Um, <laughs> it, or not 60 days, but whatever that math is, uh, yeah. English major. And um, so I I decided I was going to catch up to her. So I, I, was, I was hiking along with some buddies and not really trying too hard, but, you know, doing 18, 22 miles a day. And... Um, one guy went to a wedding and one guy got off the trail. So I was like, fuck it, I'm going for it. And I did 30 miles a day for, I, (laughs) so I did 30 miles a day for six days straight. And then over the course of 16 days to catch up to her, I averaged, I I did the math 26.2. So a marathon a day for 16 days. Um, She she must've had some uh, good tent experiences. (laughs) (laughs) I did. And and the funniest part about all this is that my front two teeth are fake. Um, and I was I was at a buffet in Virginia before I caught up to her, and I bit into a piece of chicken, and my ceramic front left tooth broke. So oh, I didn't have it. Oh I hiked God. more than half the trail without a front left tooth, and I got to her, and I was like, "So my tooth is gone. <laughs> <laughs> Just ignore this thing." And she was like, she was like, "No, it's totally cool. It's fine. You're still cute. Just, you know, like don't smile with your mouth open." <laughs> oh, shit. And so I hiked with her for uh a couple hundred miles. She was actually hiking with her dad and her dad and I became super tight and uh then we decided we didn't like each other and went our separate ways. <laughs> okay. Go. Awesome true love. It's a very yeah. sad ending to the story. But. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, tell me, you're still super cool with her dad. 
yeah no her dad and i are still super tight he lives in atlanta and like whenever i go down to atlanta you know we get dinner and coffee and and hang out and chat and uh, (laughs) that's awesome so there is a happy story a happy ending yeah yeah her he's like he's like uh her trail name was tandem he's like uh tandem doesn't want to see you (laughs) i know (laughs) (laughs) all right um on that note (laughs) we'll uh we'll start off the show uh as usual with uh with our, our subs so i sent you the rundown evans uh yeah so hopefully you have one or two of these subs and we'll let you uh chime in um so with that here we go it's bracket time baby get excited uh chase come on bro all right so today in the sub bracket all right we're in our we're in our <laughs> final four we got number is. one seed Publix versus number 13 seed Charlie's, the, the Cinderella story. And we got the number three seed Jersey Mike's versus the number two Firehouse. And I love Chris's note in yeah. the rundown. Total BS, hashtag Team Larry's forever. Yeah, we oh, know man. Chris. We got it, buddy. Yeah, we, we, know, we know how Chris feels about Larry's. He's obsessed. Yeah. So um, um, why don't we start with Publix versus Charlie's? All right, you want to you start us off. Yeah, I mean, I think y'all know where I'm going. I'm team Publix all the way. I'm not like Kevin who is a little baby. He's got his little baby mouth. He can't handle the bread. It's ridiculous to me that he still <laughs> thinks that it's razor blades. I don't get it. But what? Charlie's is good, don't get me wrong. I like Charlie's, but it's not even close, man. Publix is so much better. Uh wait, so who's the one that said what? Was that you, Evans? Yeah. I'm going to let you go next because uh, I feel like I'm going to be happy with what you're about to say. Uh, I mean, dude, they say we're shopping as a pleasure because it's oh, fucking true. Yep. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. I thought you were going to say like, like, yeah, no, I agree. The bread sucks. Oh, no, 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 no. The, I was I was saying what? Because I love that bread. Yeah, Kevin's is... Kevin's a little baby. He's got a little baby mouth and yeah. he thinks that the bread is razor blades. Yeah, do you guys think? False. Do you think that you, uh, Chase and Evans, like built up a tolerance uh, with your bread, like your mouth, and you're able to like handle that bread now? No, because, I just like, think the first I'm not couple a baby. ones you were bleeding. I don't know. I'm with Kevin, obviously. So my vote's going with Charlie's um, over Publix. Yeah, just because I think Publix is hands down overrated. Uh, Kevin, uh, what do you think? Hey guys, baby <laughs> mouth here. <laughs> After bashing me for the last 10 minutes. <laughs> Kevin, baby mouth you, Kev here. How you took that so silently is impressive. I literally held my hand over my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so look. Let's get down to it here. Publix is obviously like a staple of the South, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, they're they're known for their subs. They got their little facebook group where is public subs on sale today and all that shit like that (laughs) charlie's is just your everyday good old cheesesteak you know the where i'm i'm gonna say a few things (laughs) first off charlie's is like if i'm near it i'll get it otherwise i'm not really like seeking it out you know Publix, on the other hand the only thing public Publix is good I don't want you to, I don't want to think that anybody to think that I don't think Publix is good. It is good. And I will go to Publix to get a sub nearby or not. But if I'm going to get a sub from Publix, like I'm going to the beach, 
or I'm going somewhere where that sub's going to be sitting there for <laughs> like a little bit. Like it's going to be a long ride home to where that bread is going to kind of get a little moist, you know, uh, soaking up the juices of all the loving that's in the middle of that sandwich. It's making me nauseous uh, now. So it's not so goddamn razor bladey. <laughs> Uh, cause those razor blades, man, like they'll, they'll eat you up, man. <laughs> they will eat you right up. And, uh, but anyways, I'm going to the beach. I'm taking a public sub with me, a pub sub, if you will. Uh, I'm, I'm sticking with Publix on this one. I want to go Charlie's. I wanted to, but I just can't do it, man. Because there it is. Charlie's Publix. is just, it's just, I mean, it's, it's good. It's good, but it's just not, I'm not, you, you had your run, Charlie's. <laughs> I just said Charlie's just in case like one of them are actually listening. He from, was like, like hoping. CEO, and I'm like he'll he'll sponsor us and, and we'll get some money out of this. It's the only reason. So uh, <laughs> I don't want your money, Charlie. Well, no, well I, now no, I want your money. <laughs> yeah, now Charlie's isn't. They're like they listen. They were going to sponsor us, Jason, until you said that. Now they're like, oh, oh no, you that. Chase, you forget. I edit this, so I'm gonna cut no, that shit out. Like perfect. for the podcast, they're not gonna hear any of this right now. <laughs> they were like, write the check. No wait. Never what mind. That other oh, guy said he likes Publix. Yeah. Forget it. <laughs> All right, so obviously we knew Publix was going, so I think this next one's going to be the tougher one. Jersey Mike's versus Firehouse. Um, all right. Um, I'm going to let Kev go first, uh, even though I think he kind of gave it away last episode. Um, but let's hear it, Kev. I'm going to say Jersey Mike's has the best sub on the bracket. Uh, the Chipotle cheesesteak sub at Jersey Mike's is legitimately like my favorite thing and i it's it's a it's a little bit on the pricier side i know we're not taking that into consideration yeah. but that's the only reason that i don't go there as often i mean that thing's like ten dollars we know? did say no we did say moving forward if it is a split tie we did say the money plays yeah. the tiebreaker we did say that so just to keep that in mind mm. so firehouse in general like is convenient it's there it's amazing it's great the steam subs the soft bread, the pepper sauce. <laughs> Knew it was coming. I, mean, I as much as I want to pick Jersey Mike's because that is so good. Like you just gotta stick with your staple. <laughs> Man, I, I'm I'm almost convincing myself to go the other way here. Dude, so yeah, you're I'm basically saying, honey. yeah, you're saying I'm split. One, one, you're I'm saying, split, but, but you're saying Jersey Mike's is so good because of that one sub. But then you're saying Firehouse. It's just like the whole menu is great, but they don't all meet the caliber of that one sub though. You know what? Here, I'm going to go with this. Last time I went to firehouse, they kind of pissed me off. So I'm going Jersey Mike's. Damn. <laughs> Did not expect that. Wow. Shit. I'm the going Jersey. Ball. Well, I mean, look, Hey, last time I, I kind of sat there and waited forever and ever after I called in the order Whoa. and they told me it was going to be 20 minutes. I waited 30 minutes after I got there. Wait, what? You've you've yeah, heard man. my rants on Firehouse yeah. before, Kevin. Yeah. Right. So um, I mean, look, Firehouse, get your customer service together, and you get the you vote. Know, <laughs> you get my vote. Well, it's too late now. They don't have your vote. We'll we'll That's do it. a we'll do a new sub racket in like 2020. Um, <laughs> yeah. We'll uh, check back Evans, in. Evans, what about you, man? Dude, I was I was leaning towards Firehouse, but then that customer service experience reminded me. <laughs> Every time I go to Firehouse, it's like, yo, how can I help you? But when you go to a Jersey Mike's, it doesn't matter where you go. Like, like customer service is, they're like Starbucks of subs. They're like, hey, how's it going? What can I get yeah, it for you? Yeah, for sure. Like, 
you know, uh, yeah, I'd say the both of the food quality is is pretty much leaning towards Firehouse, but you got to go with with Jersey Mike's on, on that note alone. I did not see this coming, Chase. Uh, what about you, man? I did not either. Um, I really like Jersey Mike's. I'm with Kevin on the sense that Jersey Mike's, their Philly is just, it's one of my favorite subs of any sub place. The but Chipotle or just the Philly in general? Just the Philly in general. I'm, I'm a Philly guy. I love Phillies, and I like theirs probably the best out of any any place on this bracket. And by probably, I mean definitely. They have the best Philly on this bracket. We're going to get shit I, for this. Um, sorry, Chase, I don't mean to interrupt you, but one of the few comments we're getting is that they're like, is this a Philly bracket or is this a sub bracket? Well, I was like, it's it's a sub bracket. We just like our Phillies. Yeah. Yeah. And well, that's where this comes into play because Firehouse, all of their subs are really good. Jersey Mike's just has that Philly. Firehouse, their meatball is really good. Their club on a sub is really good. Every Every sub I've had at Firehouse has been really, really good. I agree with the customer service complaints. I've had a rant on the customer service at Firehouse already. So I've already I've already put that out in the world. But I'm going Firehouse because as a whole, I like their subs more. Okay. I agree with everything you said for the record. Yeah. I'm just um, pissed. I was just pissed. <laughs> it's okay. I would have won Jersey Mike's. Um, but not because of any of that. I just actually prefer Jersey Mike's subs over Firehouse. Damn, I dude. I thought overrated. I thought Firehouse was moving on to the finals, to be honest with you. I it had was a, Kevin. I, I if I it wasn't too. if it wasn't for Kevin giving that insight on the customer service, I don't think Evans would have went with uh a firehouse either. Yeah, could have nah, or uh, so. Jersey Mike's, I mean. Yeah. So Kevin, you totally flipped the bracket, man. We just lost a sponsor right there. Yeah, that's what I do, man. I, I kill money. That's what I do. I can do it best. Yeah, the only ones I think that I think Charlie's have liked a few of our posts. Um, but the Lenny's only one that came that out one. is Lenny's was just like you. Uh, they basically implied they're not going to give us any respect because we rank Subway number six. I mean, I, I kind of we agree. didn't rank Subway number yeah. six. Yeah, <laughs> that's Thanks basically a lot, what I. <laughs> That's what I said in the response. I was like, we didn't do shit. Uh, the <laughs> listeners like actually ranked these subs. So Subway get your branding garbage. Up. Yeah, it is. it's just they're they're no name. I mean, they they like it's just always there. Yeah. Ugh. Um. <laughs> so we All got right. a championship. Yep. It's gonna be Publix versus Jersey Mike's, the one seed versus the three seed. Damn. Wow. I like it. That's. Uh, we'll do that easy. next week. All easy right. Peasy. All right, next segment, Kevin's favorite. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. This is probably the dumbest thing I've ever said. <laughs> uh, I'm, sorry that, I'm sorry that you hate this segment so much, Kevin. Um, um, so again, today, this is one of those where it's which one was the original saying, okay? Because they're both recognized. So it's which one was the first original saying. And it's, and I'll give you an example in a sentence also, but it's spitting image versus spit and image. So an example, um, it doesn't hurt that at just 12 years old, Bianca is already five feet tall and the spitting image of her mother versus it doesn't hurt that at just 12 years old, Bianca is already five feet tall and the spit and image of her mother. <laughs> what the story the stories makes me laugh like i wish i know you pulled that story offline but i wish you actually made that up yourself I <laughs> bianca. why bianca uh and then why is she um 
I don't know. But it actually, I'm going I with actually the changed one. the story because it, it listed her in meters tall, and I have no idea how tall it is. So. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, I'm going with the, uh, the first one, Spitting Image. I've never said the other one ever. Yeah, same here. I mean, it's spitting image. Uh, I spit all over this fucking segment. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard spit and image. Yeah, nobody has. It's made yeah. up, which means it's right. Yeah. <laughs> so we're all going. We're all going spitting image. Yeah. Yes, and we're all wrong. Yeah, you are all wrong. Yeah. yeah. Um, we know. We know. We know this game. So, but but I I gotta say I gotta say that it actually says that. Nowadays, almost everyone says spitting image. Um, yeah, there's like still there's still people. a few writers that will say spit and image, but for about the last hundred years, most people use spitting image. But the phrase spit and image goes all the way back to the Bible, where it says uh, God used spit and mud to create Adam in his own image. So that's where it comes from. Huh. Ke- there you go. Kev's like, I don't care. Let's just yeah. Move he hates on. it. Dude. I'm <laughs> sorry, Kevin. I, really, really, I got to pee, and then I just heard him pour his coffee, and I'm just like, <laughs> dude, or whatever that is. Hopefully, that was, it's whiskey. That was I the got, longest pour I have ever heard in my life, though. It was like it was pouring, 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 and then I heard a ding, 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 <laughs> ding. I was like, okay, keep going. I'll be right back. All right, I'm gonna go pee. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry, Kevin hates that segment so much. I think it's a great segment. Um, I think, I think it's one of the, like, people love listening to podcasts to be entertained and they also love to learn stuff and we're giving them a little bit of both knowledge so, bombs, man. I'm, I'm just here knowledge. to drop some knowledge bombs. Yeah. Uh, with trivia and that one, I think it plays, uh, plays key. It's just, it's not a very, um, hard game to play. You basically know the one that sounds like none of us use is probably the right one every time, but yeah, every, every now and then that's not the case, but yeah, no. Yeah. Um, so our next one, when he gets back, uh, we'll play a little, uh, would you rather? And then, uh, obviously fill our blank. fill in the blank trivia, and then we'll wrap it up. Um, sweet. Just wait. Hey, um, I left my, uh, laptop charger at my shop and I'm on 8%. So if I suddenly cut off, um, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do me a favor then real quick. Um, Give yeah. me a give me a little plug like uh, how everyone can find Mount Inspiration and then um, and reach you and find you and follow you. Yeah, check us out on Instagram. It's uh, at Mount M O U N T underscore Inspiration. Uh, you can go to mountinspiration.com and check out all our goods and our sustainability story. And you can find us in over 150 independent retailers that are listed on our website. And that's uh, in 30 states and one in Canada. Oh. <laughs> And then tell us uh, that all the boots. We never, we never got actually into it. The sustainability. What's that about again? Um, so the, a lot of people don't know this, but the textile industry is actually the second most polluting industry on the planet only to oil. Um, unfortunately over, uh, the past 150, 200 years through the industrial revolution, uh, it just evolved that way. Uh, you know, creating cheaper and cheaper products, uh, with less and less sustainable, um, ingredients, so to speak, uh, with more and more environmental, environmentally detrimental byproducts, um, created the $9.99 or $8 t-shirt that you can find at Walmart. But that t-shirt also, uh, employs people working for non-living wages in sweatshops and, 
is pretty bad for the environment in terms of water usage and uh, resource usage. So uh, sustainability in the textile industry has become a pretty prominent issue. And there are companies like mine who are working to reverse everything that I just explained uh, through the use of quote unquote sustainable materials uh, like organic cotton, which uses 60% less water to produce a t-shirt than uh, conventional genetically modified cotton, um, recycled plastic bottle, polyester. There's about eight plastic bottles uh, that go into the making of each of our shirts. Uh, we use upcycled cotton, which is post-industrial cotton swept up off the floor in regular t-shirt factories where t-shirts are made and then uh, recombined into a thread to make more t-shirts. Uh, it's typically thrown in the trash in the past. Um, and hemp is becoming one of the most sustainable fibers as well. Uh, we, we also use a proprietary soybean-based printing process. So typically screen printing is uh, very toxic and chemically um, fueled. And we have found suppliers that created soy-based alternatives to every chemical and ink that we were using in the past. So, uh, you know, of course, being an environmentally friendly, in, environmentally friendly company, uh, that was pretty much a no-brainer to to make that switch. Um, we also donate five percent of our profits to environmental protection. Last year's uh, nonprofit partner was the Appalachian Trail Conservancy, and this year will be the Continental Divide Trail Coalition. Uh, the Continental Divide Trail is a cousin to the Appalachian Trail. It's a twenty-six hundred mile trail from the border with Mexico and New Mexico to uh, to Canada in uh, Wyoming. Um, so it's uh, it's pretty awesome trail and definitely on my list. Um, nice. But yeah, Damn, dude, that's... You, you, you nailed that uh, description of what you did. Like, <laughs> yeah. Hands down. Like you had that ready to go. That yeah. was good. It's, um, yeah. It's what I'm doing with my life. So I, I talk about it a lot. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, yeah. Kev, while you're peeing, he said he had 8% battery. So I said plug in now and I'll put it in the post. Um, uh, and that's why we're doing that. Um, but all right, let's move on and see. Let's see if we can get an answer from your "Would you rather?" and then maybe a couple fill in the blanks before your computer dies. Um, here we go. It's time for "Would you rather?" Two choices, sometimes good, sometimes bad. Which one would you rather? <laughs> all right, this one is uh, pretty, pretty, pretty ass uh, simple. Uh, again, I always test this out on my wife. Uh, would you rather? Uh, poor Emily, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when she, like I said, if she takes more than five seconds to figure it out, I know it's a good one. Uh, would you rather have hiccups or headaches for the rest of your life every single day, every single minute? Uh, Chase. That, cool. Um, <laughs> I, I guess headaches, man. I only say that because of that FSU game, the FSU yeah. Clemson game with Chris when he had the hiccups and he was so miserable. Oh my God. So like, I just pictured that for the rest of my life. I can't, I don't think I can do it. I, I picked this one because of Kevin. Cause there was, I think it was Chris or somebody else. Like there was two people having bad hiccups one day and Kevin's like, get your life together. What the <laughs> fuck is happening? There are hiccups. <laughs> Bro. Hiccups literally ruined a whole, like Chris came down uh, for Halloween horror nights and me and my buddy, Paul, my buddy Alex, uh, Alex gave us a shout out uh, on his Instagram one day. Alex, the avid listener. Um, we all went to, we we're going to go to Halloween Horror Nights and fucking 
at Paul got the hiccups and it, it was just like, he just like, he was so miserable. He was making everybody else miserable. And this was like, I mean, we were going to have a blast that night. We were I had this whole shit planned out and it was just fucking terrible. Give me a headache every goddamn second of the day. Uh, like it's, a, it's not annoying to other people, you know, like you yeah, your head hurts, but you know, at least you're miserable and then they're not making everybody else miserable. Love you, Paul. Oh, <laughs> uh, what about, what about you, Evans? Dude, you guys are fucking crazy, man. Headaches are <laughs> headaches are the worst. I mean, hiccups hiccups suck, but like, I I had migraines when I was a kid, and nah, mm-mm. yeah, hiccups all day. I would I would take hiccups too, and it's probably because I've never really had bad hiccups before, so I can't really relate. Uh, but I'll take yeah. A, I don't understand I, that. I haven't that, either. I don't mean to interrupt you. I don't mean to interrupt you, but like people are like he was like, man, I hate when I get the hiccups. I'm like. I haven't had the hiccups since I was like a baby. Yeah. Like what the fuck? Yeah. What or if this? I do like, have them, it's like one or two and then it's gone. It's not like I need a remedy guys. Like scare me. I, it's just fucking, yeah, I'm just, it goes away. I'm just picturing Chris and he was like, t- and it was his birthday too. And he was just miserable. Yeah. But I mean, it's just like us being hung over. You're miserable uh, with a headache just as much. Aren't you? No. I mean, I don't really get, they, I kind of deal with it, man. Yeah. I don't know. I can't handle headaches. It um, just depends on the severity of the headache. Like what? See, like that's what the of, thing. I, I feel yeah, like I don't so get many varying headaches. degrees of headaches. Yeah. I mean, it's a headache to me. It sucks. I don't care if it's bad or good. I, I want it out. I want it off my like head or <laughs> out of my head. Um, uh, yeah, she never answered. So I don't know what she actually chose. So uh, we're all so we're split uh, hiccups uh, two and then headaches two, right? Yep. That's a first. Mm. Usually there's a. Uh, one of us but there's four of us so whatever yeah. <laughs> that's all how right. math works fuck you man <laughs> um all right next one fill in the blank it's time for fill in the blank three blanks <laughs> one answer two guys wait one answer there's two of us why is there <laughs> only one answer who's answering uh, i don't get it ah fuck it Every time I never said this to you, Chase, but every time I picture you like in the dark with like a candle. That's like, basically that. how I did it, to be honest with you. Really? I mean not with you, the like, candle. Get into the mood? I was you know, I was a little little tipsy and I went into my little man cave and I don't think I turned on the light. I just kinda hopped in the bed uh that we had in the man cave at the time and just laid down a couple uh lay down a couple tracks right there. Gotcha. <laughs> All right, so this first one, Kev, uh, is this the one that you said you wanted to say first or last? Well, I don't, I don't care uh, which one I go. I'm just saying it's 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 a little depressing. Okay. Um, you know. All right, well, we'll make it go last, uh, not to make everyone else feel weird then. Yeah, exactly. All right, so the question is, and then we'll make Chase go first then. The oh, question cool. is, blank is the strangest slash craziest thing you've ever seen a coworker do at work? All right, so, you know, Kevin, Jason, and I all worked together um, in college at a restaurant, and so you all know Jack, and you know how ridiculous... Oh, I almost went with this one. How Me ridiculous too. Jack is. So, anyways, uh, my friend Matt, he was a... I mean, he kind of did everything at the restaurant, but he he liked to sometimes just make up some beer-battered chicken tenders um, just for the crew... And they were amazing. They're still to this day the best chicken tenders I've ever had. Um, but he would make like fucking a hundred of them and put them in this giant bowl and just put them every like out in the middle for all the employees to grab. 
So, you know, I grab one of the tenders. Um, I take a bite and I put it on a little side plate because I got to go check on my tables. And I come back and I see Jack. He walks back into the kitchen, sees this giant bowl full of 100 tenders that have not been touched, then sees my little side plate with a half-eaten tender. And instead of grabbing a fresh tender out of the bowl, he goes and grabs my half-eaten chicken tender, picks it up, dips it in my little cup of honey mustard that I have, and eats it and walks away. I was like, what the fuck? Who does that? There's a whole giant, (laughs) there's at least 100 tenders in this giant bowl that have not been touched. And he chooses instead to eat the half-eaten chicken tender? It's so gross. doesn't surprise no, me. No, not all at all. He Jack. used to drink people's like half drank drinks. Yeah. Or half eaten burgers. Half eaten burgers, oh, yeah. half eaten steaks. That guy's a Dude. dick. Random fucking people like just But like, I mean he had the like, option random like I, I just don't get it, man. He had the option of an untouched tender. And wasn't he like dating or married to like a rich lady because he's like driving like a Mercedes I to work? No, nah, I don't think so. No. I, think that's- I felt like he had a really nice car, and I'm like, that doesn't make sense with you bartending at this place. <laughs> I think it was a lease to oh. be eight. Mm. Gotcha. Uh, what about you, Evans? Um, man, I, uh, you guys are Chase. You know how I was a lifeguard at the YMCA, right? Yeah, yeah. I um. <laughs> I lifeguarded for the city of Tallahassee uh, my senior year of college, and we, dude, we were such bad employees, like <laughs> terrible. Um, so one day there was like a tropical storm coming through town, and so all the city pools were still like quote unquote open, but of course no one's going to the pool. So we thought it'd be wise to get a keg and drink it at the city pool while on the clock that sounds Um, awesome though (laughs) nice it was great it was great so uh this one girl who's like a freshman and obviously drinking illegally uh did a keg stand and she got done and she had that look on her face and we're all like fuck and we're in the lifeguard office and she just pukes all over the computer Oh God! <laughs> that like, like out of all the, the things, the city paid for a computer, and we had to explain to our boss that someone spilled water on it. Um, <laughs> uh, just miraculously, on the day that this tropical storm hit, uh, <laughs> yeah, that was pretty crazy. Oh, that's, that's, that's gross. Awesome. <laughs> on that note, Kev. Uh so the craziest thing that I've ever seen a coworker do. Uh, my first job, uh, this is why it's kind of depressing. Uh, I worked at a dog, uh, dog racing track. And, uh, so if a dog, we throw the dogs in the, <clears throat> the startup bins, you know, and then they chase the little rabbit thing around the track. Everybody knows how that works, right? Yeah. If a dog slips and falls, and breaks his leg or is hurt, like they they just don't fucking care. Ugh. Oh man, mm. yeah, they they so they just euthanize him oh, right there. Jeez. So, uh, I knew a guy. Uh, the guy, oh, he was a big f- linebacker, football player in my high school team, and he was a bad motherfucker, you know. And he worked with me, 
and he has a soft spot for dogs just like all of us do you know uh i know evans speaking of dogs don't you have do you have a you have a dog right yeah chocolate lab he's he sounded that's what i thought he sounded huge yeah dude his bark Uh, is serious yeah i have a chocolate lab as well i saw your dog looks just like mine nice yeah they're fucking awesome uh anyways (laughs) uh so this guy uh picks up this dog who broke his leg and he's walking it back to the office and he's just he's just crying like bawling crying because he knows like this dog his he's alive in my hands he's just got a broken leg that'll take a little bit of rehabilitation and he'll be fine you know but they're just gonna fucking euthanize this dog and kill him because he's worthless to them now you know uh so i mean just seeing that like that was like the the first time i ever saw that i was like damn dude this is like fucking crazy. Like these, they just kill dogs. Like that's what they do. And he's like, yeah, man, that's, that's, they're, they're useless, you know, to them. So come to find out later on, I mean, that was the craziest thing I've ever seen a, uh, an employee do was like carry like this dog and he's just crying, bawling and just knowing the, the ramifications of what's going on. You know, come to find out later on, like they got, they got busted for like, you know, killing these dogs. Uh, you know, they got there and the 1,000 to 3,000 dogs Stop. they killed. What the over fuck? That's sick. Over 10 years. Yeah, they got, they're in, they're in jail, Good. obviously, but yeah, because uh, they deserve to die, in my opinion. The first part of your story, I thought that was it. And then you're, and then it just got worse and yeah. worse. And I'm like, oh, shit. Dude, it, it's after this episode, I'm going to go cry. Is there's, that cool? yeah, so many, uh, assholes. So many. So many bad things about that place, man. Like, yeah, I feel so bad for working there. But hey, but you, I didn't know what I was getting into as a as a kid. You know, that yeah. was my first job. But you got out, man. They were like, "Oh, come work here." I got paid one forty seven dollars, one hundred forty seven dollars every two weeks. Let's go. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, our listeners, uh, our boy. Oh, I think we lost. Yeah, Evans. we lost them. So right. he uh he only had eight percent on his battery, and then he left the uh, the charger at his work. So uh. Unfortunately, we will not have our boy on for the rest of the show, and that sucks because right. the next question is 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 for was for him, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and which will probably yeah, have the better uh, better uh, answer. Yeah. Um. All right. So uh, the next question will be: Blank is the most scared you've ever been in nature, and I was ex- very excited for his a- yep. answer. And everyone's I like, know, "Hey, right? we're tuning out now. We don't really give <laughs> yeah, a shit. That's it. <laughs> we don't care. Evans isn't here, so fuck yeah." Um, Chase, you got one. I do. Um, so we do an annual hiking trip. Um, I mean, it's nothing compared to like Evans probably wouldn't even consider it a hiking trip. Um, he probably does that like for fun on like Tuesday. It's a str- um, daily stroll. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it was the first one we had ever done. Um, it was just three of us. It was me, Bates and our friend Ryan. Um, and we decided to do like, I think it was 30 mile section um, of the Florida National Trail, which runs all the way from Pensacola down to the Everglades. We decided to do like a 30 mile section in, I think, like the live, no, anyways, um, in the Apalachicola Forest. That's what it was. Um, and at the time, actually, there was uh, like a couple bodies had been found on trails in Georgia, um, like I think three people had been killed, like hikers had been killed on the trail in Georgia. 
And like my parents didn't want me to go, um, even though it's a totally different trail. But we went anyways, and uh, we had only been hiking like five miles. You know, we have some whiskey and some beers, and we're having a good old time. And, um, you know, we're in the middle of the forest, no one around us. It's awesome. And then all of a sudden it like clears out. And like Evan says, there's parts of the trail that like crosses roads and stuff. So we come to like this big road and the way trails work is, you know, you see markers on, on trees and you follow the markers. Well, we come to this opening and we don't see any markers and we're like, um, what the fuck? Like, where where are we supposed to go? So we walk like two miles to the left, two miles to the right two miles just in every direction. And like the craziest part was we see these like these, these rednecks with this giant truck, they got guns all over the place. And, and that in itself wasn't, you know, the scary part, but they turned to us and like, you boys lost. And we're like, uh, <laughs> you know, we're just, we're, we're looking for the trail. They're like, well, you don't want to get lost out here. There's all kinds of what crazy people. Fuck? You never know what could happen. And we're just like, uh, these people are going to kill us. These, yeah. these people, I mean, and the whole time they're like smiling and like, you know, shifting their guns around and we're just like, we're going to die. This is, yeah. I always knew this is how it was going to happen. <laughs> so yeah, man, it, it freaked it. We're like, all they're right, we're going to walk away as fast as probably. possible now. Yeah. So we'll run. We yeah. eventually found the trail, by the way, it was like 15 feet straight. And you didn't oh die, so that's good. Yeah, yeah. No, it literally, but like we wasted a good probably two um, hours, maybe more, yeah. trying to find this trail and come to find out it was just like we just couldn't see the orange marker. It was like blocked by like a leaf or something. It was literally yeah. like 10 feet straight. We just had to walk 10 feet straight. Damn. Um, yeah, that would have scared nuts. the shit out of oh, me. Oh, yeah, dude, I, I legit thought that they were going to kill us. <laughs> what's that what's that movie everybody's deliverance seen oh deliverance, deliverance. Yeah. <laughs> that's everyone thinks about that every time yep yeah right uh what about you kev uh mine's not that crazy like chases i mean i would seriously be scared, yeah no but, i thought i was gonna die uh when i was a when i was a kid i was in boy scouts and one of our boy scouts merit badges uh was wilderness survival uh so basically we had to go out and uh spend the night without with just your sleeping bag that's it uh so you spent the night out in the middle of the woods just your sleeping bag and you spread out you weren't like together you know mm-hmm. and like i'm sitting out there by myself and like i i started hearing like wrestling all around me it's probably just like you know who knows what it was but i was just like man i'm gonna fucking uh, I'm, I'm i'm gonna get bit by a snake or some coyote's gonna come up and snatch me up. I'm a little kid, you know. I don't know what the hell's gonna happen, but I was like, I couldn't sleep a damn wink that night. Damn. That was scary though. How old were you? I mean, I was I don't know, like Boy Scout age. Well, 10, 11, 12. I don't know. Some shit. I don't know. Yeah, mine was quick. Uh mine was about Boy Scouts too. We were camping and uh I fell from a tree. I just remember the first like two seconds of me falling, I was scared shitless. Like, I don't know what's about to go down. We're not two seconds, I guess, like milliseconds. I was just like everything, and my heart was like uh, in my stomach. That was the scariest. You land? Did you land on your feet or your back? Uh, or funny story. I don't remember if I said it when we had uh, a little house on the highway um, on, but Rich and I were actually camping, and I fell on him. Uh, his back like broke my fall. 
Um, and I did you break his back? No, he like he was a big boy at that time, and so I don't even know if he felt me <laughs> because like I bounced off of him, and then my hand hit hit like a root, and I actually broke the wrist or sprained the wrist because I never actually broke anything. Um, but I cried like a little bitch because I felt like I broke something. Um, but yeah, no, I felt it was a good. Oh, it was w- well over two stories. Um, what? Uh, yeah, be, but I fell and hit like three branches because like it was basically a bunch of kids were not well over, like probably like two and a half stories high. And when I fell, I broke a bunch of branches on the way down. It was like a half dead tree. And everyone was like, no one can climb this. And I was like, fuck you guys. I can do this. And I climbed all the way up there, stepped on a dead branch. That branch like fell apart. And then I just fell down. Mm. Um, yeah, that was a scary moment. Yeah, I mean, that's scary shit. But yeah, that was it. That's all I got. Jesus, bro, that's a that's a high yeah. fall. It was very high. Like I would say, I'm I'm picturing because I've been on like two story roofs, and it was it felt about that high, Ooh. maybe a little bit higher, just because I got to the top of the tree. It, it was like nowhere else you can go. You get those and like butterflies I, sensation. Google says Google says two stories is about fourteen feet. It felt higher than that. That doesn't seem that high at all. That sounds pretty high, man. Fourteen feet to fall. I'm trying to picture with nothing uh-huh. there. It was definitely much, much higher than what my house like. I've been on my roof many times. Much higher than that. Damn. Um, I just, I think it was the branch and then Rich's back that helped. Dude, drop that, my fall. that was, like two second fall probably felt like a year. I blacked out because when I woke up, um, Rich was next to me. And he was like, are you okay, man? I was like, what happened? He's like, you fell on me. I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> you, you woke me up. Yeah. <laughs> I was sitting here eating my sandwich and you just <laughs> fell on my ass. Um, <laughs> all right. Um. The next one will be uh, the best sport to watch in person is blank. Um, who wants to go? I'll go. I mean, it does. It's 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 obvious. Is it? It's the it's the best sport. Yeah, I uh, mean, football. You got your pregame. You got your during game and your post game. I mean, what's the what sport has the best pregame out of any sport to watch? You know, you go to tailgate and you go. You know. It's football. It's easy. During the game, you drink beer. You have a good time. If you if you're at a college game, you sneak in something, or you go up to the uh, what's called the university club or whatever. You so know, and have a drink there. I I do have a question. If you had to pick between college and pro football for for the game experience, just watching the game. I know you're more of a pro, like in general, uh, but like for the in person watching a game, which would you pick, college or pro? It depends on who i'm with okay that's fair like if i'm if i'm with you guys you know tailgating uh, and stuff tailgating the fsu you know that, that that would be more fun than going with uh i mean no offense if i just go with erica or something to a game uh to a packer game you know we're gonna we'll do some pre-game tailgating stuff but it, it's not gonna be like what we do mm-hmm. you know or stuff like that you know it's just gonna be like drink here and there and have a good time but uh so i mean you know but the game itself i'd rather the pro okay i mean college is college is fun but i don't know man i like the band too playing in the background getting you hyped that's up. why Not as much as jose that likes it because i know you're more of a yeah. pro fan in general but i didn't know um as far as like the live game day experience which you preferred yeah i'm one of the few southerners in all of the world that likes pro football more than college nfl yeah I mean, there's um, everybody else in in the whole entire United States likes pros, except for people in the South. 
like more like it like it more yeah i agree with that we've had this conversation yeah, i mean before. the numbers the numbers uh don't lie no, numbers you're don't lie. you're wrong but it's fine <laughs> i'm wrong about about what? the entire rest of the co- we've had this argument about the entire rest of the united states saying that um pro is is their favorite over college I'll, just like southeast no that's, it. that's not it it's false but it's fine mm. There's few. I Just, feel like there's a wait. few pockets that are big into college yes. up north, like the, but smaller well, I mean, towns, like, like the Penn, yeah. Penn States, uh, the BYUs, and that kind of stuff. What about the ones like, that not really? That's not true. Okay, what about what? Michigan? What about Southern California? Southern or California Ohio. can't get anybody to go to their pro games. But have you seen USC? Yeah, I mean, he's got a point I on Ohio. And I guarantee. If we're talking about going to the games, are we talking about? Attendance at the game. No, we're talking, we about, talking fandom about fandom in general. Viewers of the game. Just fans in general? Oh, it's not even close, it, dude. Have you seen LA? They don't give a shit about their team. I guarantee the NFL viewership is higher than the oh, college yes. viewership in Southern California. No. It's not, and, it, and I, I guarantee it's not even close. I disagree. I, th- I think it's close, can, but I think, it, I I think don't pro think outweighs it a little bit. No one gives a shit about football, about pro football in LA. Well, you could say the same thing about UCF until like last year. No one gave a shit about them, and they're in the South, and that's college. Yeah, but they had the Rams go to the Super Bowl, and they had the Chargers in the playoffs, and still no one gave a shit. They must be bringing in revenue because they got three teams in California. So, or right? Is it three now, or is it only two? It's LA Rams, LA Chargers, and San Francisco 49ers. Yeah, so three, yeah. And it almost at one point, they had four. The 49ers have a decent fan base. Um, yeah, but LA, I mean, you've seen, I know, I know they're just cherry picking some of the videos, but have you seen some of those videos of like where the Rams like win to go to the Super Bowl and it's like one dude in a bar, like clapping. It's fucking yeah. ridiculous. That's cause they're new fans. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. I, I saw the one the, video for the, for the Rams. I mean, I, mean, I, I saw the one video, the LA did you see the one video where he, uh, where one of the fans was like, Oh, what does this mean? Does this mean we go to the Super Bowl or that's what he's talking that's about? That's the about. one that made me laugh. Yeah. And again, but it's I mean, definitely look at, look at cherry fucking Raiders videos. fans. Hello. It's definitely so cherry Raiders fans, Niners fans. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I, I think both ways, but I think, I don't know. I'm with Kevin. I think it's a little no, bit No, I mean, it's definitely but. the South. He's right when he says it's definitely more heavily prevalent in the South. Where he's wrong is where he says everywhere else in the United States cares more about pro. That's where it's wrong. Well, it's I mean, bold yeah, statement. you can, you can, all right, not literally every spot in the United you States. You said literally I every, meant, well, I mean, maybe I'm misquoting. I don't want to misquote. Right. <laughs> no, don't, don't do that. No. Uh, all right, Chase, are you football too? So... I've gone back and forth on this one. I've if you say hockey, we're fighting. Shut up! I'm just I'll say whatever the fuck I want. You can fight me if you want. Um, I don't want. To. I'll lose, but I don't care. Um, so you know, I've I've been to. I've had a chance to go to pretty much every type of sporting event. I've never been to like a like a Premier League soccer match. That would be pretty awesome. I'd like to try that. That would be awesome. Um, but for the for the stuff that I've been to. It came down to two things, which is hockey and college football. Uh, the pro football experience, the only game I've ever been to was that game that we got on the field, and that was, like, fucking amazing. Um, yeah, that was cool. But I can't imagine, like, if I was just in the stands, like a normal fan, it just, the atmosphere wasn't the same as, like, a college football game or even hockey. Yeah. 
Um, well, you were also we at the Jags, Jags Dolphins yeah. game. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. Um, um, but hockey is amazing. If you haven't been to a hockey game, even if you don't like hockey, because we took John to a hockey game and he knows nothing about sports at all especially hockey and he was and like doesn't and actually doesn't really enjoy sports no actually. and he was like this is fucking awesome like he had a blast dude um having said all that nothing beats a, maybe it's me being a homer but nothing beats being at an fsu football game especially when we're good facing like a top team dude it just gives you goosebumps man the band the traditions like it's just you can't beat it for me so it's a college football i game. agree I will say, and obviously Kev will hate me, if you pick the best two seats in a college football or a pro football game, you pick you t- take two seats from there and you give me the best two seats in hockey where it's like right in that corner where the, gra- uh, the glass meets in hockey and they get slammed. Um, for what is it, like right to the right or left of the, of the goalie? Mm-hmm. Um, I would take hockey. Um, there is it's just so much action Dude, and energy. It's so right much there. fun. Yeah. Hockey games are fun. I've been to a hockey yeah. game. There, I had a blast at the hockey game. Me and Erica went there. Uh, bro, come on, man. Dude, stop, com- stop comparing hockey to football. You stop, stop, you stop hating on hockey. I, I mean, when hockey gets good, hockey I'll is stop good. Yeah. You just don't appreciate it. I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I love hockey. I wish I'd get into it. I, I will tell you this, though, Kev. I can't watch a hockey game on TV like I can football. It's not even close. Dude, I watch um, almost every Lightning game. I've seen I almost agree, every Lightning like, game this year, and I loved all of them. They're good, man. I just, for some reason, can't do it. Same with soccer. Like, I, I can watch soccer in person. On TV, I can't do it. Same with golf. Can't do it. Golf, I, I struggle watching golf. Yeah. I mean, that's something where you have to be, like, 15 beers in and there's other stuff going on at the bar to watch that. I can't watch hockey and I can't watch tennis. I like I watching tennis, I like watching golf. big matches in tennis like grand slams. I can't. No. It's just like I I think I've watched maybe one tennis match in my whole life yeah. and it, I was just like this sucks. I almost got to go to Wimbledon. I waited in line for a while, tried to buy tickets when we were in London. That would have been pretty awesome. But yeah, cool. yeah, I I mean, the line, dude. I mean, just say you did it. Yeah, but the line to get in, like, if you didn't already have tickets was fucking ridiculous, dude. I should have taken a picture of it. It's it's insane. We waited for, like, maybe 20 minutes and moved, like, a step. And, like, there's no guarantee that you even get in. You can be there for all day and not get in. Um, So instead, I realized that they started selling tickets at noon. So, like, I'm on my phone, like, just hitting refresh, 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 like, trying to buy tickets. Finally, it pops up. I go to buy it, and it's, like, sold out. It's sold out in, like, two seconds. It's insane. Jesus Christ. Damn. All right, so it's basically football was hands down the answer. Not hands down. I felt like that was coming. I mean, baseball is cool, but it's just, like, I mean, there's so much time between each pitch. There's so much time between, you know, exciting moments in the game. Uh well, I don't know. I love I love watching I will baseball. Say, you have to be you have to be a connoisseur of baseball to enjoy sitting every there second the whole game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I will yeah. Say or though, you're six years old, the, waiting for like a home run. The Braves' yeah. new uh, stadium with the battery, it's pretty cool because it almost makes it like you're tailgating for the baseball game, which is pretty awesome. Like they have a bunch of what? bars and shit like oh, in okay. the stadium is that what it's called, area. The battery? It's pretty awesome, man. Yeah, I think. Uh, all new stadiums are starting to do that. Okay, I've only for you know it's starting to do it for baseball. 
like new stadiums are starting to have like the they build where like like a like a bar scene like outside of the stadium. So gotcha. the Cubs have it too. Yeah, it's, gotcha. it's pretty cool though. Uh, we had a blast, and we realized next time we need to get there earlier. Um, but it's pretty cool. Nice. Wrigley Field also has like a giant screen outside where you could just sit out there and drink and watch the game out there nice. if you want to. You know, that's badass. Um, all right, trivia. Trivia. Yo, sorry. Uh, Evans was texting me. He says, "I'm sorry, man. Uh, I want to be back on the show. That was so much fun." Yeah, man. Um, I, I said I really he had so many stories. Having him on. Yeah, yeah no, he was. Uh, it was one of the. It was a good. <laughs> yeah, uh, he was. It was the best. <laughs> I didn't want to say one of the better guests, but I, I don't want to discount anybody else. You know, uh, I, I got I had you. fun with all of our guests. So yeah, far. no, no uh, he he has so many good like trail stories, and then all the terminology. He was, and then when I said that, I was like, dude, the terms, what the fuck? And he was like, dude, I have so many more. And I was like, yeah, we, we might have to bring you back on just for that. <laughs> um, all right, the question is, which country made it to Mars successfully with the fewest attempts? And I'm going to give you four options. Was it India, Russia, United States, or China? Uh, Kev. Say it again now. Which, which country? Yeah, I actually had to like um, write this out and then say it to Emily like 15 times because it was really hard to like write this question out. Which country made it to Mars successfully with the fewest attempts? Russia, United States, China, or China or India. Mm, I'm gonna say India. I'll say they just like got it first time. Okay. So before <laughs> you gave the options, the first thought I had was Russia. Um, yeah, me too. Because of you know the space race and whatnot. Yeah. But the space race was the moon. I'm not it sure was. how invested they well, were. Well, it was. In getting, it was the moon, and it was just getting to space. In yeah, general, but, but yeah. I'm not sure. Like, I don't think Mars was till years later. Um, yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, but I also just, I don't, I don't think of India or China really when we talk about space for whatever reason, maybe that's just cause I'm ignorant. Uh, I'll go with Russia. Russia. Yeah. Uh, okay. So the, the attempts was you, United States made it, um, after two attempts. Damn. Um, China made it after never uh the dude they've gone many times and haven't made it made it yet oh, everyone's damn. laughing at him actually it's like an what inside joke yeah china's never successfully reached mars but they're, they're still attempting um and then you have uh india who reached mars on their first attempt damn there it is yeah caught it united states took him twice okay um yeah boom but like boom, i'm reading the boom, i was reading <laughs> <laughs> I was reading the comment boards and stuff. You can see all the big time like United States trollers. They're like, "Yeah, they copied off of us. Fuck them. Who cares about India?" Uh, and I was like, "Damn, you guys are people are stupid. angry." I mean, yeah, it, India was one for one. <laughs> yeah, one for one. We, we were one for two. Yeah. Uh, and then Russia was one for ten. Oh, okay. Yeah. So India's like, we retire. We win. <laughs> yeah, we good. <laughs> yeah, let's we move out. on. We're going to like Venus or Saturn. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. I I I was like you. Um, Chase, I didn't really think India or China was really into it. I knew China was playing around with space a little bit. I didn't know India yeah, it's, was. It's not that they lack the technology. I, you know, you know that. It's just I never really thought of them like wanting to go. Yeah. 
Um, same thing. I've just never really heard him heard in the news yeah. uh, about them at all. So there's that. Um, well, uh, I want to make sure I'm pronouncing her uh, name right. So Sadie, don't hate me, but um, if I mispronounce your name, I do apologize. But this is I'm just going to read out what Chris told us to say because it's kind of funny. Uh, it is give a special shout out to Sadie, one of <laughs> our listeners who happened to find out that their favorite banker chris is a producer on her favorite podcast so thank her for listening and coming on um just totally random it is very random and i actually thought it was one of the coolest fucking stories i've i've heard so far of us finding it even better than last one sorry uh uk but to have someone like actually reach out and find somebody that's a co-producer on the show and say that they listen and she, I think she's from Madison too. We might have Facebook stalk you a little bit, Sadie. <laughs> um, so I do apologize. And when I say we, meaning Jason, yeah. When I say we, I, I do mean me. Um, so thanks for listening. Uh, tell your friends. Tell your mom. Tell your dad. Um, tell everyone. Tell everyone yes. in Madison to uh, listen. Uh, it would be great. Um, and we already did the voice nugget. I got another voice nugget coming from Josh and Andy next episode. Um, and speaking of Josh, dude, thank you so much for the donation. Hopefully dude, that starts. Thanks, thanks for just supporting in general. Cause he, he has yeah. definitely been killing it for us. Yeah. Yes. So hopefully that starts a little trend and you guys, uh, help send a dollar to us. Uh, you can find it on our website or Facebook. It's the GoFundMe account. Send us a dollar, just a dollar. If all 2000 of you send a dollar, that's $2,000. <laughs> Is that how that works? <laughs> that's how it works. Uh, someone told me that's how oh, it okay. works. Cool. So. Cool um but yep that's the show kev wrap it up for us thanks everybody i hope you enjoyed uh having mr evans prater i almost said porter prater on today uh from mount inspiration uh don't forget to follow him on all the uh social media platforms which uh we're gonna plug here for you uh but also don't forget to visit cup to cup life.com while you're there, check out some blogs. Uh, we got one right now uh, from Chase and from me. Uh, mine being about video games for all the nerds out there. Uh, Fortnite versus Apex Legends. Also, continue to follow us on our Instagram page and our Twitter and Facebook. And go ahead and subscribe to us if you haven't. Our podcast, hit the subscribe button on whatever you're listening. Stop listening right now, subscribe, and then go back and hit play again. I like that. Do that. Yeah. And then while you're subscribing, leave us a nice little comment and rating on yes. that. Give us a five star. I'll take a four, but uh, I'll take anything really at this point. Um, so, yeah. yeah. And give Thanks, us, guys. Um, leave us some voice nuggets too. Yes. Yeah, the voice nuggets. Good call, Chase. Uh, Good call, Chaser. Yeah, we already got a few, uh, so I'm actually excited. We'll try to play one. If they start piling up, we might play a few of them um, and just call it an entire segment. We won't even talk. Um, but uh, thanks for listening, guys. Evans, uh, thank you for being on the show. Yeah, I loved it. And, dude, it was awesome. I can't believe how many terms uh, I learned. Um, my favorite one, I think, was the pink one. Yes, what was it? Yes. Uh, pink. pink blazer, right? Pink blazer? Blazing. Pink blazing? Yeah. Pink blazing. Pink blazing, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Plank Every single one of them, I thought these were like some kind of like stoner term. So uh, <laughs> I, I was laughing my ass off. So uh, yeah, awesome episode. Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, thanks, guys. Later. Later.